0: Welcome everybody to your AEW Rampage Review for October 8th, 2021. With this uh dynamite, I mean with this rampage, I'm gonna get this right eventually. Uh with this rampage, we had four matches. Typically it's three, uh, but we this one hour episode of Rampage. Uh and it was a fun one. I thought the matches were great. and just to give everybody a heads up, um, we're recording really, really early with this one, uh, so if we sound half asleep while we're talking, it's because we are. Um, <laughs> I'm also recording from the woods in Georgia, a little mini vacation I went on. So if if out, out, out here, and there, there. we apologize. Uh, internet is not so great uh, out in the middle he's, of the He's
1: moonies. in he's in a horror movie setting, basically.
0: Yeah, I sent I sent her some pictures, and she's, she's like, like oh, oh. does this?" Uh, it was meant to say to look for the pictures to look so relaxing and serene, you know, because you're out in the middle of the woods and right beside this river. It's just trees, really, you know. I love it out here. And uh, her first response was, "Is it bad that I see a horror movie?" Seriously, like, really. <laughs> That's it's Sarah, I watched.
2: Uh,
1: that's because I watched a movie like the night before that was exactly like that. It was a horror movie set. And <laughs> I was just like, and then you found that creepy statue. And I'm like, seriously, dude, like, run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so,
0: yeah. So it's great. We were, me and my uh, daughter were uh, kind of walking in some trails in the woods around the, the cabin. And sure enough, I found this creepy statue. And I was like, so I was like, oh, I got to snap this one. And I was like, hey, Sarah, does this help at all?
1: No, nope, that's exactly <laughs> the, what I'm nope, on about, that run.
0: That, that's it. Yeah, take off. So so as we record this, it is uh, about 630 in the morning. It's still dark. And I'm out. On, <laughs> I actually thought about that. I'm out on the screen porch. And it is pitch black. And I can just hear the river running. <laughs> and I, I made sure to lock the screen door. Just uh, as if that's going to help, you know, the chainsaw guy coming through the screen.
1: <laughs> oh, if great! You, you lock the screen door. Noises, or like Woody stops talking and goes, what's that?" It's it's, yeah. it's on. <laughs> I would
0: I would say call somebody, but this is not really going to work because this isn't live. <laughs>
1: and also, you like literally, you've gone in October. You've gone in spooky season.
0: I know. Yeah, it's uh, they had like You're a just asking a big...
1: for a horror movie.
0: I'm, I'm I'm not even messing with you. I'm serious. Like we were as we were driving, we had a Bigfoot museum, like for you know Sasquatch, like you know the giant creature. I was like, really? And it was like a Bigfoot museum and sighting reporting. You reported sightings. I was like, oh wow. I was like, we've got to stop there. And she's like, are you serious? Like, yeah, we, seriously. We before I leave, I'm gonna go to that. Bigfoot reporting location. Um, so yeah, all that said, with all that you know together, I'm yeah. Now the more I talk about it and look at the darkness around me on this porch, uh, just uh, I hope I survive this
2: uh, this
0: this this review. The statue is not far from me right now. It's is it moved? I can't I can't see it. It may <laughs> have, but it's just right out the woods, out right in front of me. Um, anywho, all right, so it's, uh, uh, but I'll tell you, uh, what wasn't scary was this episode of Rampage. It was, it was a fun one. So, uh, uh, we'll, we will get right into that after I do this. Uh, I need to say, don't forget to check out all of our content, our page and dynamite reviews, our Q and A's topic discussions, interviews and reviews and previews of paper reviews. Also don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel what? at Beauty You can at Let the Beard Play. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. <laughs> also don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. Yes. So Sarah. You want to talk some rampage?
1: Yeah, let's go.
0: All right, let's go before I get out here in the winds. Yeah. <laughs> what the movie's about, by the way, until we're finished. Just let me get. Let's get through the recordings, and then you tell me the then tell me the premise. So, because I don't want to get totally freaked out. All right. The show started with the matchup of CM Punk versus Daniel Garcia, which I thoroughly enjoyed, and this thing oh, went. Man, it it felt like twenty minutes, and it may have been close to that. Such
1: a good showing for Daniel Garcia as well. Like Mm. he literally pushed Punk to what looked like his edge.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's he's turned into that guy that I've like every time I see him matched up against somebody, against somebody, I realize he's going to make that other person look really good too, just because of of how he works. And you're gonna you're not going to get a a short match with Daniel Garcia. You're going to get at least at least a ten minute match. But it may mm-hmm. push it to twenty, which I think this was pretty close. It might have been the seventeen-minute range, but um, uh, but it, Punk got the victory out with the Anaconda Vice. Uh, so, so no go to sleep, no GTS, but, but, uh, the uh, Anaconda Vice got the submission win. So, what did you think about this this matchup?
1: This was, um, like I said, this was like a really good showing for Daniel mm-hmm. Garcia, like. Yep. He looks phenomenal against anybody he's in the ring with. Like, surely he's like has such a good future ahead of him. Um I I I honestly was like, wow, like Punk's getting like outworked on this. Like he mm-hmm. he just looked phenomenal in whatever he was doing. And to be honest with you, 2.0 didn't really play any part in it that much. They had towards the end. But generally speaking, it was mainly on Daniel Garcia on his own, which I think just, you know, is, like, a massive, like, huge credit to him. Um, because this was just, like, one of their matches. Like, if you'd have, like, shown anybody else that, they'd be like, yeah, this guy's been wrestling for ages and, like, Punk's, like, a veteran. and Like, he's not far behind. It's like, no, that like, Daniel Garcia is like, you know... Just coming up in yep. the world like of wrestling, so it's phenomenal how talented he is.
0: Mm-hmm. I, yeah, just looking at, it, at the way Garcia works, I can I cannot wait to see in the ring with um, ryan Danielson. That's what I, yeah. I keep I keep, keep thinking about. That kind of he's he's that good of a worker, mm-hmm. and I know he's new to AEW. You know, people are still getting used to him, but it's it's obvious that he's just such a really, really. You, early in AEW, we were, were taught that calling somebody a good hand was a bad mm-hmm. thing, <laughs> mm-hmm. at least to uh to uh Spears. You know, that was part of the storyline with yeah. with Spears and uh, and uh, Cody Rhodes. Uh, but yeah, that's what I, I mean. At least right now, early in his. Career with AEW. That's the way I see him because he's really that just good hand, that good worker. It's mm-hmm. gonna, it's gonna be entertaining every time. The more and more and more we see him, the more he takes people to the limit and gets close. It mm-hmm. kind of reminds you of Darby Allen. and A lot of those early big yeah. matches, Darby would get so close with people, with Cody and with you mm-hmm. know people like that, where you're like, they're gonna win. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just close. To so a year from now, we may be. Talking about Daniel Garcia for a TNT title shot and taking yeah. it seriously, you know. That's I mean, also kind of like
1: is. saying like who we'd want him to face. I'd love to see him against Jungle mm-hmm.
0: Boy. Oh, oh yeah, 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 Yep.
1: You know that type of quickness and the holes and the manipulations type thing that they both do. I think that would be, um, especially like in a year's time for Daniel Garcia, quite um. Quite a match that you couldn't really call. That'd yep. be one of them ones that you just have to watch to see what happens.
0: Could be very technically sound. Mm. Yep. Um, uh, and then we, we got a, a promo, um, a backstage segment, and it was showing the relationship that we just heard about on Dynamite between uh, Leah Rush and Dante Martin. And we've seen that Dante's been teaming with Matt Seidel recently, and Seidel seemed to not quite trust Leo Rush a little bit. Uh, but Leo earned the trust of Matt sidell said that he could set up a match between Seidel and CM Punk. And we're going to get that match uh, on the next episode of Rampage
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: coming up uh, this Friday, so. It was interesting to see, you know, right off the bat. I, I thought we would take a little while to get to this Dante-Leah Rush thing, but here we are. It's We got it. It looks like this is going to be some type of uh, relationship. So, I, I dig it.
1: It should be an interesting match that as well, Matt Seidel and CM Punk.
0: It should. Yep, yep. It should be, should be a good one. He's another, you know, a technical wrestler, a, a veteran in this case, uh, mm. Matt Seidel is, as compared to Daniel Garcia. But, you know, he used to be really, really a high flyer, and he's still quick, but not quite the high flyer that he used to be, more of the technical uh, submission-type wrestler. So, yeah, you know, if if we thought Danny Garcia and Pump was fun, this is also going to be in that same vein. Uh, Yeah, 100%. Yep. Uh, the next matchup was the Lucha brothers putting their AEW tag titles on the line against the acclaimed and, uh, the Luchas got the victory, um, with, uh, it was a good match, first of all, but they did pick up the victory, uh, with an assisted package pile driver to get the one, two, three. Uh, so they retained, it's not a surprise. We, we no. assumed that, uh, the Lucha brothers were going to retain, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed the match. Um, I always I like Caster and um, and Bowens. I think they work as great as a team, especially since they haven't been teaming as long as a lot of the other teams in AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what what did you think about?
1: It? Yeah, this was a good match. Like I think we pretty much knew that um, the result was going to be the result. Um, a good statistic from Excalibur was that the Brothers haven't lost a match in the year twenty twenty one.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's insane. <Is> that- <laughs> considering we're in October 2021.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) Um, wild. Yeah, Yeah. I think
1: that's a phenomenal statistic. Um, Mm -hmm. Yes, this was a good match. Um, I mean, it's always great when the is in a match anyway. um, I really want to see more of the acclaim though because I feel like obviously since uh, Max Castor was obviously absent for a while after the comments that you made, Mm -hmm. I feel like they've they've kind of like trailed off, which is 100% understandable. But I think Mm -hmm. um, to kind of um, reinstate themselves sort of thing, we need to see a bit more. Um, And also I think it would be quite a good idea to see um, them kind of get some wins over probably some um, other tag teams that are obviously a bit lower down. Um, the card or the, like pecking on an AW just because I feel like I've kind of like the enjoyment out of watching them's kind of gone a bit um mm-hmm. I, I'm back to the point where I'm a bit like oh the rap thing it's like oh right okay um which kind of went away when we were like doing like the no crowd shows um I really started mm-hmm. to enjoy the raps because originally I didn't and then I started to and I obviously what was said was said and rightfully so, mm-hmm. you know, was taken off TV. Yeah. But because yeah. of that, I now feel like I'm back to square one with them. And that's just yeah. me personally, but I don't it, know.
0: Me too. And it's, it's one of those, like they got scolded, you know, obviously for, for the, the rap definitely wasn't received well. No, um, and I'm not totally disagreeing with them being, um, or caster being suspended either um mm-hmm. you know that may have been the right call but it's one of those um one of those things where i you know you you want the message to be received uh, but you don't want them to change so much like i, I could see where somebody would get gun shy about mm. their style because it was working mm-hmm. I, I was like you said you were there with it i was really i mean i don't know how many times i sent you clips of Max mm-hmm. Castor raps. I'm like, this is hilarious. This is great. Yeah. And I don't get into the, I don't get into the rapping gimmick stuff. Like ever really. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I never, you know, when Cena had done stuff like that, it really wasn't my thing. I mean, I just, yeah. there was, for some reason, there was something about the way he was delivering some of the lines that I just thought was hilarious. I just thought it was great. But, um. Uh, but I feared that when they came themselves down too much to, mm. to, to, kind of overcompensate for the fear of getting in trouble again mm-hmm. and if you take that edge away you know the edge about "ooh, what are they going to say was kind of part of it yeah
2: um,
0: so you know you you want to play it play it's, save. it's like uh, a baseball thing back in the uh the 90s i'm a diehard Atlanta Braves fan i know again i'd go talking baseball to sarah zones out so zone out for just a second yeah, But Andrew Jones, if you're familiar with the Braves in the 90s, Andrew Jones was one of my all-time favorite players. And, and he had a, 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 a swagger about him sometimes, and he would be a little lackadaisical in the outfield on plays. And he missed a, a fly ball, routine fly ball in the outfield. And because of kind of the lackadaisical way he was playing, he was real loosey-goosey, you know. And Bobby Cox, the manager of the Braves, yanked him from the game immediately. And, you know, he's one of the best players on the team, but he played the way he played, very relaxed. And I I feared, even even as a young kid watching the Braves in, I thought, man, if he got in trouble for the way he's playing, the way he's playing always works, is he going to come back playing tight now? Is he going to come back playing differently? And he's not going to perform as well because he's worried that if I make a mistake again, Cox is going to yank me from the game again. You know, it's one of those, I didn't disagree with with Bobby Cox taking, taking him out of the game. But it still made me worry about how he was going to play when he came back. If something was going to change, and it's the same thing with this, I kind of worry about how Max Castor is is going to perform going forward. Is he going to play too afraid? I guess. Uh, so there you go. That's my my baseball uh, slash wrestling crossover for the month. Got it out of my system because we're in playoff season. Do it again the rest of the month, Sarah. I'm sorry
1: i have no idea what the hell you've just
0: said okay all i
1: got was taken off like today's Daisy. that's it
0: <laughs> somebody out there that watches baseball got it i hope thank god for uh, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right uh yeah but the next matchup was sky blue versus jade cargill and it was a Pretty quick match, uh, considering Sky Blue is fairly still fairly new to AEW, and she took the loss via Jade's jaded, Jade dropping her on her face, picking up the victory, and uh, afterwards Jade kept attacking Sky Blue until Thunder Rosa ran out and uh, and saved the newcomer. So, what what did you think about this uh, this quick match?
1: This was a Jade match, wasn't it? Basically, like. It, it was-
0: it was a J-match, yeah.
1: Um, you can... See, this is my only little criticism with this show. Because we put four <laughs> matches on,
2: mm-hmm.
1: the women's match had to be short.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a good look.
1: No. Not when Come they've in. just gone brand new title for the women and everything mm-hmm. like that. I was just a bit like,
0: uh. Ah. Yeah, Oh. The one side, it, you, you make Jade look strong. You bring Thunder Rosa out for the save, that kind of thing. But, mm-hmm. again, the bad thing is the match was like a minute, it felt like. And it may be a little longer than a minute, but it felt it like was really seconds. short. It felt like a Jade match from dark. Jade's, I mean, Jade's
1: the... entrance was longer than the
0: match for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really it really was. I mean, and you know... We, we could say Sky Blue shouldn't have lasted um, that long with Jade, anyways. Um, but yeah, really, you know, if you look at that sense of things, should you know Dana Garcia is a newcomer too to he mm-hmm. Should he last twenty minutes with yeah. Sam Punk and then uh, Sky Blue last a minute with Jade? But and I get it. I'm gonna talk on the other side of things too. It's different. It could be different with Punk also because you don't really need to build Punk up. You can let mm-hmm. somebody last 20 minutes with me. He doesn't yeah. lose anything. Jade, Jade still being new, I guess they want to hammer her dominance because people are still new to her. Mm. So they want to show her dominate people mm. uh, because they're trying to build that character. But still, still to me, doesn't excuse the only match, only women's match mm. being on a show only going a minute. Uh, yeah. That's, that's where the, that's where the bad taste comes in. If there was another yeah. women's match on the show, and it went five plus at least. I guess it doesn't look as bad. Uh, I would prefer a, a ten minute women's match personally on the show, but yeah, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so now we roll into the main event of the show. It was Ricky Starks versus Brian Cage with Ricky putting his FTW title on the line in a Philadelphia street, right there in Philly. It would be weird if they did a Philly street fight in Dallas, Texas. That would that'd be weird. So good thing. They were in Philadelphia okay. for this one. Yes. Uh, and it was it was a match, match where uh, plenty of weapons were used. Uh, uh, some of those weapons were people. Uh, those people being Hook and Powerhouse Hobbs trying to help Ricky Starks. And in the end, you know, it didn't work a couple of times, but then it did work uh, with uh, their interference allowing Starks to hit the Rochelle Blue. I think that's what it's called. I always have mm-hmm. trouble saying that. But, yeah, he hit that uh, for the win, uh, retaining the FTW title uh, with the victory over Brian Cage. Uh, so what is your analysis of this main event?
1: Um, So, look, I love Ricky Starks' matches. I think everybody mm-hmm. knows that. Um, but for me, I sort of kind of just watched this going Mm -hmm. through the motion because I knew what was happening. Um, I do love the fact that my husband was watching this with me and at the start, he went, I know he's going to win. I went, do you? He went, yeah. I went, who? Brian Cage. I went, no. He went, of course (laughs) he is. I was like, no, no, he's not. And then when he didn't win, he looked at me and he went, I I told you, like, he's not going to win. Um, Yeah, so... It was kind of like what they've done I don't want to say over and over again but what they have kind of done again and again um, where Ricky needs Hubs and Hook um, Brian Cage actually started getting like face cheers so mm. that was a good thing mm. um, yeah. I just Son. I don't know I just was a bit like I know how it's gonna play out. Um, Mm -hmm. I my my, then my other thought was after as I was watching it and going, I know how it's gonna play out. Was like, what do we do next? (laughs) Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. Ricky's got the FTW belt that can't leave Taz. So what does he do with the belt? What does Brian Cage do without the belt?
0: Yeah, Yeah. it's... (laughs) I'm sort of
1: stuck with this one.
0: Mm -hmm. It's a very tricky scenario for both. uh, Because there's nothing definite uh, going forward for either one. You know, I hope we would get Sam Punks versus Starks. It's, I guess, still a possibility. They could go back to the the Team Taz versus Punk. But it feels from a Punk perspective like he's moved on. Mm. For now, at least. Um, Now, I would, you know, when Cage had the FTW title, he didn't defend the thing that often. It's not something, and I guess they can just pick and choose when they want to defend it. Mm
2: -hmm. It's not
0: like an an official title where they got to defend it every so often or due to the rankings Mm -hmm. or whatever else. Uh, So I wouldn't mind just to see him not actually defend that title for a while, kind of like Brian Mm -hmm. Cage did, but but yet see him carry it, uh,
2: Mm -hmm. especially
0: as a heel because that would be a heel. Thing for Starks to do, not to, to always be seen with the title like it's something big and bad, but mm. never actually defend it. <laughs> so
1: yeah, like,
0: Cage. I think Starks is going to be fine just because he he's he knows his character so well. He's he can get himself over with promos no matter who he's facing. Uh, Brian Cage I think's going to be a little trickier. Position him as a babyface, so he, he's got to be uh, working with somebody that can really help get him over as a baby face.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, Promos are not a strong suit. The baby face who doesn't have anybody to work as a promo guy for him. um, It's going to, it's going to be tricky on on that side. I would be interested to see because he's so big. He's Mm. such a big, you know, he's a big uh, baby face with size. Uh, Yeah. And you're going to try to get him cheered, where most people are going to be smaller than him. So it's it's going to be tricky who you match him up with uh, to get those uh to get those reactions. So I I will be interested to see where where his character goes going forward.
1: Yeah, it's it's going to be one of uh, them. Like I'm sure they have a plan. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't course. know. For me, I didn't know if it was kind of like I don't know, like kind of. If He's planning on leaving AEW. This is kind of a way to like break from it, okay. or if he's going away has... for a while to do something else.
0: Yep, there have been uh some rumors about his um his displeasure with his booking in AEW, mm. right? Uh, I think some of that coming from his wife. Uh, I think he's come out and said he's not, he doesn't have any heat, so. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of play both sides of the fence there because you want to play it yeah. safe. You don't want to be per- perceived as the uh, a squeaky wheel, I guess you'd say. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, it, it's it's bound to happen at some point. Everybody can't be booked perfectly. And has has Brian Cage been booked perfectly? I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, mm. But it is. But it will be interesting to see if if he's, if he's if he's if he takes a break for a while to kind of repackage, yeah, something yeah. or leave. You never know. I don't know. If he wants to leave, I don't think uh, Tony Khan would give him any grief or no, he would hang on to him that, for any kind of reason. I think he would let him go if he wanted to. Yeah,
1: and also, I think that's the thing like, we forget it. Like, yes, AEW is like a destination for a lot of wrestlers, but you know, it's still a company. They still, you know, work there. They can, you know, decide to go away for a while and. You know, there might mm-hmm. be something where, I don't know, I have no idea what the situation is, but where I rest of those. goes, look, uh, my contract's coming up, I'm not going to resign. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, but I just want to know that if I want to come back, the door's open. Um, That could yeah. be a situation. I, I have zero idea, but it just kind of feels like, with Brian Cage, we're at this point now where it's like, and um, now what are you going to do? Because I, I don't... Yeah. I don't see what else is going to happen, personally. But, like I said, there might be something in the pipeline we have no idea about, and it's going to be phenomenal, and it's going to be great. But just at the moment with that match, I was just kind of like, huh, where do you go from here? Because he was just, left standing in the ring as, like, his mm-hmm. three former teammates ran off. And it's just like, "What? What? You, what what's your next move? yeah i don't know when you can go um so yeah
0: we'll see all right but yeah um uh, you know the, it's gonna but, be like things are gonna be a little bit in reverse and you know, typically we you know we we talk about you know coming up and there's a rampage after it's gonna be rampage first this week uh a mm-hmm. l- little weird uh we have rampage on friday and then we have the special uh saturday edition of dynamite um from Miami uh, this this Saturday. So, uh, interesting setup this week. Uh, so, just as a reminder, we're going to attempt to record the Shall I not both of them out on Sunday?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, I think what's going <laughs> to happen is <laughs> we're going to, mm-hmm. this is going to be so random.
2: We're, gonna... mm-hmm.
1: we're still going to do a QA on
2: yeah. Monday,
1: I would have thought. Uh-huh.
2: But you may just get
1: yep. one show. Yeah. Next week before we do a review of the following <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
2: don't
1: know what's going on. Yeah. Why yeah. is AEW yeah. life so difficult?
0: <laughs> so yeah, what we'll probably do, yeah, like she said, is we'll we'll put the normal QA thread out.
2: When we'll we know
0: well, we'll put it out on Sunday since ramp uh, since dynamite is gonna be Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Can't put the Q and A thread out on Saturday because Dynamite hasn't even had. So we'll throw it out on on Sunday is you know early in the morning. as soon as Dynamite's over with. Yeah, Saturday cause night because I'll, I'll, I'll. Yeah, I'll be, be watching, watching it live. So the Q and A thread will go up shortly after the show. Yeah, she'll be asleep. Uh, and then we'll record the Rampage and Dynamite review on Sunday. I will attempt to get both of those edited and up on Sunday and then we'll record the Q and A on Monday. So yeah, like she said, we'll have two shows going up on Sunday if all things go correctly. And only one Q and A, one show before the next my hit. So Yeah.
1: yeah. And, you, uh, and you you probably you probably explained horror... it better than
0: I did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You'll be back from your horror movie holiday, yeah?
0: Yeah, I'll be I'm coming back on wednesday this week uh the rest of the family's heading on down to the beach uh without me i only took half the week off so that's why i said it was a short vacation for me i wanted to hit the mountains uh hit the the frightening woods out here now it didn't seem frightening until i talked to you (laughs) Um, but the sun is coming up now so i can see a little bit um there's nobody out there with a chainsaw or a no but no
1: eyes glowing in the dark
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's something over there. I don't know what it is. Okay, I'm sure it's fine. sure it's fine. All right. Yeah, so thank you all so much for listening. Uh, We appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to remind you once again, don't forget to check out all of our content that comes out, our Rampage and Dynamite reviews, Q&As, topic discussions, interviews, and reviews and previews of pay-per-views. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. And don't forget to give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. All right. Thank you all so much again for listening. Y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Bye. Welcome everybody to your AEW Rampage review for August, uh, August is October, (laughs) I went back in the past.